Hey everyone, welcome back to the Empowering Artists Podcast. My name is Rebecca. I am the host of this podcast. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today. If this is your first episode or if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back. Um, I really appreciate it. And I'm very excited to talk about, um, you know, today's topic, which is kind of a combination of something that I've um, really enjoyed in, like, my personal life and also something that I feel is a great reminder to artists, um, and that is Squid Game. So if you are not familiar, though I feel like most everyone has either heard of it or maybe you've seen it. Um, I've seen it. Uh, uh, so if you are not familiar, Squid Game is a show on Netflix. I think it's nine episodes. Um, it's a South Korean show and it's very, um, like Hunger Games style-esque if you're familiar with the Hunger Games. It centers around, um, 456 people who need money for, you know, various things. They're all very much in debt. And they enter this game with the hopes of winning the grand prize. And as players are sort of eliminated, the prize money goes up. And, um, yeah, I will leave it at that. Um... Yeah, I'm trying to think if I should, like, say anything else, but I won't. Um, but it's a very, you know, it's a really successful TV show because, um, I think even, well, first of all, from an artistic standpoint, like, the, like, everything is just amazing. The acting, the, um, you know, the cinematography, the set design, the writing, um, so that's all incredible from, like, an artistic standpoint. And from a metric standpoint, um, it's the and I might, I think this is the correct, the correct metric. Um, if I'm wrong, I do apologize. Um, but it's the most watched show on Netflix, like ever. I think it's something like 111 million accounts watched or something like that. Um, it might not been, it might not have been accounts, but it was 110, 111 million something, I think. Um, and it surpassed Bridgerton, which previously held the record. And, you know, Bridgerton was very, um, you know, popular and, you know, really cool and unique and just trailblazing in its own right. Um, so Squid Game is, you know, this phenomenon, right? Like, I was trying to figure out a last-minute Halloween costume, um, and I was like, maybe I should go as, like, one of the players from Squid Game, but I, I kind of decided against that, um, because I couldn't, honestly, I couldn't really find a costume that would get here in time. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's this big, you know, cultural phenomenon. People love it. What's even cooler is that it is South Korean, and, you know, it's expanded into all of these countries, and it's especially, you know, big here in the United States, um, in the western part of the world. So I think it's fair to say that Squid Game is really successful in so many rights. And, you know, looking at it, you, you think, oh my gosh, like whoever came up with this is like a genius. Like this is like amazing. Like I can't believe, you know, it took so long to put this together. Stuff like that. Um, but the interesting thing that I found was that um, and something I like to do after I watch a TV show or after I see a movie is I like to go onto IMDb and, like, look at all the trivia. And if I'm, like, really obsessed with a, um, with, like, a TV show or something, I'll sort of, like, 
look to see what else is out there. Um, like interviews and, you know, stuff like that. Um, and what I learned while doing this for Squid Game is that Squid Game originally was developed in like the late 2000s. Like I think it was a 2008, 2009 is when the creator and the director who directed all nine episodes originally, um, you know, sort of created Squid Game in his mind and took the steps to putting it on paper and turning it into a show. And then I think what happened is that, you know, studios were rejecting it, saying it was, you know, too violent, no one was going to like it. Actors were rejecting it, um, saying, you know, they didn't like it. And I think eventually in like 2019 or 2020, like early 2020, they, um, they got it greenlit. And so they ended up, you know, being able to do production and film. And I think I read somewhere that production was halted by the pandemic. Um, I'm not exactly sure, like, what was halted or if it was, like, heavily impacted by the pandemic. Um, but my point being is that, you know, from 2008-2009 to its release in September, October of 2021, that's a long time. That is over 10 years. And the director has said in interviews before, you know, the fact that the script was rejected. The idea, the concept was not wanted by studios. Studios didn't think that it would do well. Studios didn't think it would make any money. And I think that's such an important and powerful lesson to to know and to remember. You know, something as big and as popular and as, you know, right now as, you know, just sort of not crazy or insane, but just something so big as Squid Game. Like, it's such a cool, um, cool TV show. It's, and you know, it's got an impressive cast. It's just so impressive. And you think, oh my gosh, like this must've been a shoe in from the beginning, right? And you sort of pull back the curtain on its production and sort of how it was developed. And like in the beginning, it wasn't a shoe in like in the beginning, it wasn't something that people were interested in or even really remotely interested in. I think it was stuck in like development for a few years there. Um, but, you know, going from this idea to over 10 years later, seeing it come to fruition and then it just like blowing up and being this worldwide sensation, like that's insane. And I don't think the director and the creator ever thought that, you know, I don't think the end goal was ever to make it this worldwide sensation, but that's where it ended up. Definitely successful, right? But you know, just thinking back and being like, oh, wow. So he got a lot of rejections from studios. He got a lot of no's, a lot of people who didn't believe in this project. But then, you know, he kept pushing forward. He kept believing in this project. He kept doing rewrites. Apparently it was supposed to be like a movie at one point. He kept like, you know, changing things up. And eventually it was picked up by Netflix. It was incredibly uh, casted. The production was incredible. It was released and now everyone in the world, or maybe not, that's an exaggeration. That's an exaggeration. But, you know, most, I feel like most people um, who, you know, have, are sort of like tapped into like pop culture and everything, like they know what it is. It's huge. And to think that, you know, I'm sure along the way, he, pro like, the director probably thought, this is it, like, no one's ever going to want to pick this up, 
like no one's ever going to want to actually put this in production actors don't like it it's not a good script like all of those things that we've talked about before on this podcast that we as artists feel I can guarantee he probably felt some of them if not all of those feelings and I think that's a powerful reminder to just sort of keep in the back of our minds that something so successful as you know this tv show took over 10 years and I'm sure tons of no's, tons of doors slammed in faces, tons of, you know, not even hearing back from certain production studios, tons of people telling this, um, this guy that this concept wasn't good. Like, that's a lot to sort of take, right? But he kept going. And I think that's one of the things that made it successful is that he kept trying, even after all the no's from the actors and the studios and the production companies. Like, Netflix picked it up. Like, that's insane. Netflix, Netflix, I think, is one of the biggest production companies, um, you know, right now. I don't know if it's, like, in the U.S. or worldwide, but they produce a lot of content. And as an actor myself, everyone is like, you know, oh, like, if you work for Netflix, like, that's cool. And so, Netflix kind of has this connotation with being, like, this big giant in the media space. And, you know, going from, you know, point A all the way to point C, like, what a wild ride that must have been, but also what, you know, an incredible crazy and, you know, just ride that was, I guess, meant for that production. And what I really want to sort of shine a light on here is that, you know, as an artist, um, especially if you're an artist looking to become sort of an entrepreneur in your own right and use your talents and skills to, you know, start creating an income and supporting yourself off of, like, in the beginning, it can be, it can be challenging, right? You can, you're gonna face those no's, you're gonna get those maybe laters, maybe you're gonna get, you know, radio silence on some things, you're gonna get people who are telling you that maybe your prices are too high, or maybe what you're doing isn't, you know, the best, or maybe they're trying to tell you to do it a different way. First of all, everyone has an opinion. That's just how it is. And the internet has definitely allowed people to have opinions on many things and for it to be very visible in public. But, um, you know, having opinions and especially looking at the negative ones and even the positive ones, it's like you can't let that get to your head, right? Like you can't let the negative opinions affect you just like you can't really let the positive ones affect you either because if you let the negative ones affect you, then you're going to sort of find yourself in a rut. Um, And if you let the positive ones affect you, then, you know, that sort of creates a not realistic sense of what's going on. But um, back to sort of my point earlier, it's so important to remember that things take time. All good things take time. Um, you know, since we've been talking about Squid Game, it took over 10 years, right? 10, 11, 12 years? That's a long time. Um, and it's really important to remember that when you're starting out, if something doesn't immediately happen, if you don't immediately get your first client, if you don't immediately you know, get cast in that production, if you don't immediately um, get cast in that ballet, you know, thinking of it in terms like that, something so successful that takes so long to produce and so long to come to fruition, it's like if you give six months of you of you trying to do something and you're like, you know, oh, this is never going to happen, and if you actually believe that, 
I'm here to tell you that six months is not enough time. You know, some people get really lucky and, you know, at that point it's just really a combination of they were in the right place at the right time and they can like see careers skyrocket overnight. But all good things take time. All good things take, you know, energy, effort, and it can be a slow burn, but, you know, a slow burn and building up to something incredible is better, in my opinion, than something that maybe happens so quickly, but then fades away just as quickly. Um, There was, I forget what I was watching, but someone was talking about, you know, how they have such a consistent audience, and it's like, you know, they said that when they were building their audience and, you know, they're on social media and everything, they focused on growing and building those connections and those relationships, and they weren't chasing virality. And honestly, like, there's some truth to it because, you know, even though I don't, um, like, watch their stuff nearly as much as I used to, um, mainly because the pandemic has somewhat subsided and now I'm, like, doing more things and I have more time or about less time to sort of sit around and, like, watch things, I guess. Um, but they're right because I'm still subscribed to their channel because, you know, every now and again they might, or like their YouTube channel, um, every now and again they might post something that I'm interested in watching. But you think about the people who go viral, right? Um, like, I'm trying to think of someone who recently went viral, but this just kind of proves my point. Like, when you when you see someone or something that goes viral and almost has instant fame and instant success, you hear about them for, you know, maybe a couple days, and then you don't hear about them at all. Like, not really at the same capacity like before. But when, you know, there, there's the instance of someone who is, you know, um, that I've been following um, for years on social media, that is different, right? Because, you know, I'm in, interested and in invest in what they have to do. And, you know, I remember them. Like, instead of, you know, me trying to remember someone who went viral online that I really can't remember. <laughs> um, so all all good things come with time. Building things up. You're going to start slow. It's going to be slow in the beginning. Like, I can tell you right now, like, it in the beginning of my career, it was pretty slow. And things are starting to pick up, pick up a little. And I think that's also because we're, you know, coming out of the pandemic um, and more projects are opening up and becoming available. But things are going to pick up, like, the more you work at it and the more you stay consistent, the more you apply yourself to what you want to do. And just remembering that, you know, that's like part, like the journey itself is one of the most important things because when you go from point A to point B, like those are both awesome places to be when you finally get to point B, but you're only at point B for a short amount of time. And that sort of that line of you going from A to B, like that's what you really spend a lot of time living in. So it's really important to remember to enjoy that time um, you're spending while getting to point B. Um, if anything, guys, I really just want to leave with you today that, you know, as far as Squid Game is concerned, um, virality, et cetera, et cetera, um, good things take time. And if you find yourself, you know, taking more time than you originally expected, that's okay. Do you think the creator of Squid Game thought it would take 10 plus years to develop this production? Probably not, but he kept at it. And now look at where he is. So I just wanted to leave that as a reminder for anyone who might be feeling like they're not getting anywhere, who might be feeling stuck. 
Yeah, like that happens to everyone, but it's important to keep going, to not let being stuck completely stop you. Because when being stuck completely stops you, that's when, you know, it's time to really refocus. But if you just keep pushing forward and keep going, that's going to be so much more beneficial to you as an artist than anything else. Okay, everyone, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Um, I'm curious, um, have you watched Squid Game? Um, that's something I definitely would love to chat with you about and also just sort of your opinions on um, maybe this episode and this whole idea of, you know, virality, etc., taking a long time for development. I don't know, whatever you want to talk about. Um, I would love to chat with you. Feel free to DM me at um, artists as entrepreneurs on Instagram, and that will be in the show notes, my Instagram handle. And before I leave today, today's podcast episode is sponsored by my free Facebook group, the Empowering Artists Community Podcast Group. I would love for you to join and really we're just in there um, supporting each other, connecting with each other, and making sure that we are all empowered artists. So guys, thank you so much for um, listening to today's episode, and I will see you in the next one.